0: Can you tell me a story?
1: Hello, listeners. Welcome to our podcast. Nana, can you tell me a story? Every episode, we bring you a new story from India.
0: Nana, didn't we just take a season break, and we're back with the second season so soon?
1: You are right, Adya. But it isn't that soon. Well, um, it has been about what four months since we posted our last episode. Of the first season well you have been asking when are we going to tell Ramayana stories in April there was a celebration which is related to Ramayan. so I thought this might be the right time to start Ramayana stories and this may also be a good time to start our second season any guesses what was that celebration about?
0: Novratri, but isn't that when Durga Maa is worshipped?
1: You are right, but there is another event. The birthday of Sri Ram, who is the main character of Ramayana. That is why I think this is the best time to start telling Ramayana stories.
0: That makes sense. I am excited to listen to a Ramayan story.
1: But before we tell the story of Sri Ram... I want to share a special news with our listeners and thank them for their support.
0: What? What?
1: You know, our podcast has been listed in the top 45 podcasts of India. And we are listed at number 13.
0: What? That's so awesome. Wow, Nana, that's super cool. I can't believe that.
1: I want to thank our listeners for their support and request them to subscribe and follow if they haven't done that yet. Now, coming to our story, the story of Shri Ram, I know almost everyone knows about Shri Ram. Adya, how about you tell us what you know about Shri Ram?
0: Sri Ram is the seventh incarnation of Bhagavan Vishnu. He was the eldest son of King Dashrath and Queen Koshelya of Ayodhya. Dashrath had two other queens, Kekai and Sumitra. Dashrath had three other sons. Bharat was the son of Queen Kekai, while Lakshman and Shatrugan were the sons of Queen Sumitra. Sanana, so, what is the story of Sri Ram's birth?
1: Well, Adya. You may remember that in the very first episode of our podcast, we talked about Navaratri and that there were two Navaratris, one in fall and one in spring. Hmm. In that episode, we talked about the Navaratri in the fall. You know what? What? The first episode of this season is about the spring Navaratri. While we worship Durga Ji during Navaratri, On the ninth day of the spring Navratri, we celebrate the birthday of Sri Ram and it is called Ram Naomi.
0: Really? Sri Ram was born during Navratri? But when?
1: Well, it was so long ago that it is hard to tell. One thing mythology tells us is that the unique position of the nine planets used in astrology. And the auspicious time when Sri Ram was born were unique. And that particular combination did not occur again. Computer scientists have used that special combination of planet positions to figure out the date when Sri Ram was born. Based on these calculations, Sri Ram was born about 5,000 years BC, which means that Shiram was born more than 7,000 years ago.
0: Wow, 7,000 years ago? But what if we made a time machine and we went back to sea? Hmm, well,
1: are time machines real? I wish we could. So let's talk about why Vishnu Bhagwan was born as a human. In episode 9, in season 1, We talked about the Shavatars. Bhagavad Vishnu himself has answered this question. Why he was reborn again and again. In Bhagavad Gita he said, Whenever humanity suffers, whenever evil becomes prevalent in the world, I am born on the earth to end humanity's sufferings and to ensure that good prevails over evil. The Shavatars are the ten avatars of Bhagavan Vishnu that helped life on earth to survive. For each incarnation, there are specific reasons. Sometimes for an avatar, there may be more than one reason or multiple reasons or objectives.
0: So Nana, what was the reason for the seventh incarnation?
1: This was a time when the civilization on the earth was terrorized by demons and their king, Ravan of Lanka. Sages could not worship their deities or could not complete any religious functions without interference from demons. Ravan had conquered all the gods and planets and no one could defeat him. Gods of energy and fire, light, water, wind and space, all the life elements were under his control. Finally, the gods went to Brahmaji for a solution. Like many other demons, Ravan had worshipped Brahmaji to become immortal. Brahmaji did not grant him the wish of immortality, but he told him to ask for another wish. Ravan settled for a wish that he could not be harmed by any of the creatures except humans. He didn't care for humans because he was confident humans could not harm him. Brahmaji granted him the wish. So when the guards came to him for help, Brahmaji as usual said, Well, let's go to Bhagwan Vishnu. Only he could help in this situation. And he led the guards to Vishnuji's home. When Brahmaji narrated the problem, Vishnu Bhagwan smiled. He knew the time for him to be born as a human had arrived. He said, I'll be born as King Dasharatha and Queen Kaushalya's son in Ayodhya and re-establish the rule of good and evil. At the same time on the earth, King Dashrath ruled the Kaushal kingdom. Ayodhya was the capital of Kaushal. Adya, do you know where Ayodhya is?
0: No, where is it?
1: Ayodhya is a city and a district in the Uttar Pradesh state in India. It is located on the banks of River Sarju. You know, my village was part of this district when I was born.
0: Wow, Nana, that's so cool! Have you been to Ayodhya? Can I visit Ayodhya?
1: It is cool, isn't it? And yes... I have been to Ayodhya multiple times. And yes, when we visit India next time, and you come with us, I will take you to Ayodhya.
0: Mind-blowing! Can we visit where Shri Ram was born?
1: Of course you can. We can visit where Shri Ram was born when we go to Ayodhya. Well, let's get back to the story. King Dashrath had three wives, Kaushalya, Kaikeyi and Sumitra. But he had no child. He was worried about who would be the heir to the throne. He consulted with his advisor, sage Vashist. Sage Vasist consulted with other sages and suggested King Dasharat to perform a special puja or yagya, putriesti Yagya, for which a special sage was invited to perform the puja. After the king, along with his three queens, completed the puja, the god of fire appeared from the Havan fire and he had a bowl of kheer in his hand. He said, King, your puja has been accepted by the gods. Please give this special kheer to your wives and they will be blessed with children. King Dashrath divided the kheer into two parts and gave one half each to Kaushalya and KK. Kaushalya and KK, on the other hand, shared part of their shares with Sumitra. In due course, all three queens gave birth to sons. Kaushalya gave birth to one son, who was named Ram. KK gave birth to one son, who was named Bharat. And Sumitra gave birth to two sons, Lakshman and Shatrughna. Ram was the eldest among the four princes. The four brothers studied in the Gurukul or a school of sage Vasisth. sage Vasisth not only taught them various subjects, but he also trained them in using various types of arms and war techniques. After they returned from their training and education with sage Vasisth sage-vishwamitra took Ram and Lakshman to guard his religious ceremonies from demons who used to destroy his ashram and ceremonies.
0: Nana, what are the other reasons for the birth of Bhagwan Vishnu as Sri Ram?
1: There are several reasons for Bhagwan Vishnu's birth as Sri Ram. We cannot tell all these stories, but let's tell three main ones. So the first story is about Sri Ram's parents King Dasharat and Queen Kaushalya. As Hindus believe in rebirth, King Dasharat and Queen Kaushalya were King Swayambhu Manu and Queen Satrupa in their previous life. Manu and Satrupa spent their later years of life in a forest and lived a simple ascetic life. Pleased with their worship and dedication, Bhagwan Vishnu appeared in front of them. And offered to grant any wish they wanted. Manu and Satrupa wished Bhagwan Vishnu to be their son. Bhagwan Vishnu granted their wish. He explained to them that he would be born as their son in their next life as King Dashrat and Queen Koshalya. The second reason his story is that Sage Narad put a spell or a curse on. Bhagwan Vishnu.
0: What? Can someone put a curse or spell on Bhagwan Vishnu?
1: Oh yes. According to Hinduism, everyone in this universe is responsible for what they do and is held responsible for the consequences. Once, Sage Narada thought he had controlled all his desires and emotions and no human emotions could affect him he told this to shivji shivji knew that narad had developed an ego which was not good he knew if narad bragged about this to bhagwan vishnu it wouldn't go well with him and it may result in something bad shivji advised narad not to brag about this particularly to bhagwan vishnu but that's exactly what Narada did. Narada went to Bhagwan Vishnu and told him that he had conquered all human emotions and desires. Bhagwan Vishnu immediately knew that Narada needed his help as he had developed an ego. So when Narada was returning to his ashram after meeting Bhagwan Vishnu, he saw a beautiful city. He was mesmerized by the beauty of the city. So he stopped by the gates and asked the guards about the city and why it was decorated. The guards informed him that the princess was going to choose her husband in a special ceremony. There was a picture of the princess near the gate. When Narada saw the princess, he immediately wanted to marry her. So he went back to Bhagawan Vishnu, told him about the princess, and requested him to make him handsome so that the princess would choose him as her husband. Bhagawan Vishnu smiled and said, OK, and put his hand up in the blessing posture. Narad was now clothed as a prince. He went back to the city and was escorted by the guards to the ceremony hall. Narad chose a seat in the front row so that the princess would see him first. At the right moment, the princess appeared with a garland in her hand and she started walking toward everyone. Narad was spellbound by the beauty of the princess. So he started moving from his seat, from one seat to another and tried to sit right in front of her. Every time he tried to come in front of the princess, she would not even look at him. Rather, she would make a face and go to another row. Narada was very frustrated. And then he saw that the princess had picked her husband. Narada was embarrassed, angry, and frustrated. When he looked at his face, he realized he looked like a monkey. Now he was even Angrier, he was so angry at Bhagwan Vishnu for making him look like a monkey that he immediately went back to Bhagwan Vishnu. Now he saw that the princess was there and Bhagwan Vishnu had the bridal garland on. Seeing that, Narad knew Bhagwan Vishnu fooled him, and he cursed him. You made me look like a monkey in front of everyone when I needed your help. And I was trying to get married. I curse you that you will feel the pain and separation from your wife, just like I had when she gets kidnapped. And a monkey will help you in reuniting you with your wife. Bhagavan Vishnu smiled and said, Sage Narada, I accept your curse. You are my devotee and I had to teach you a lesson. You are bragging about your being free of desires and emotions. You had developed an ego and I had to help you. Get rid of that. Now, says Narada understood the reason why Bhagwan Vishnu was known to take care of his devotees and disciples. He asked for Bhagwan Vishnu's forgiveness. But the curse was there. It couldn't be
0: reversed. Oh, yeah! Hanumanji and an army of monkeys and bears and other animals helped Sri Ram free Sita Ji from Lanka.
1: So the third story I'm going to tell here is of Jay and Vijay the gatekeepers of bhagwan vishnu's home once brahma's four sons sages sanak sanadan sanat kumar and sanatan visited bhagwan vishnu jay and vijay did not allow the sages to enter bhagwan vishnu's home because he was taking a nap the sages got upset and they cursed jay and vijay to be born on the earth and go through cycles of birth and death. Sages had always believed that Bhagwan Vishnu was available to his de- devotees anytime. Jayan Vijaya realized their mistake, and they apologized to the sages and also to Bhagwan Vishnu. But Bhagwan Vishnu also agreed that Jayan Vijaya should not have stopped the sages and there should be some punishment. So he suggested Jaya and Vijay could either go through the seven life cycles of a Vishnu devotee, or alternately, they could go through three lives of powerful demons, but as Vishnu's enemy, and be killed by Vishnu. So Jaya and Vijay thought about it and accepted the demon lives. Vijay and Vijay were born as Hirnakarshap and Hirnyaksh in their first life, as Ravan and Kumbhakaran in the second life, and finally as Kans and Shishupal in the third life. They were finally free of the cycle of life and death after Sri Krishna, the eighth incarnation of Bhagwan Vishnu, killed Kans and Shishupal.
0: Wow, Nana, these are all great stories. Are there other stories about Sri Ram's child and and how he met Hanumanji and the war with Ravan? There are so many Ramayan stories to tell, but this is already a long episode. Should we stop now?
1: I agree. Let's stop now. We can pick up the rest of Sri Ram's stories in a later episode. This is the story for today. We will be back with a new story in our next episode.
0: Bye, and have a good rest of your day or night or whatever time you're listening to it.
1: Please subscribe and provide your feedback. We'll see you with a new story in the next episode.
0: And if you want my Nana to tell a specific story, please leave us a comment.
1: You can send your request by email also. Our email address is R R A P at gmail.com. I will spell the email address s-h-u-k-l-a-r-r-a-p at gmail.com. Bye-bye!